we have to understand something. How can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought under the banner of servitude? How can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought in shackles and chains with yokes about your neck? The Bible says that the children of Israel would be scattered into all nations under the banner of slavery. This was a global slave trade. Luke chapter 21 verse 21 through 24 says you're going to fall by the edge of the sword and you're going to be led away captive into all nations. So the question for the critical thinker is this. Who did that happen to? Did that happen to the Chinese? No. Did that happen to the Arab? No. Did that happen to the European? No. Did that happen to the people that call themselves Jewish? No. What race of mankind on the earth was taken into captivity into all nations? You think this global slave trade would be not documented in the greatest history book known to mankind? You're looking at the Bible and you don't realize that it's talking about you. Yes, you. The people that are impacted by slavery and colonialism. The people that were taken to America, taken to the Caribbean islands, taken to France, Portugal, taken to Spain as slaves. The Bible says that the the gospel... The gospel of the Jesus Christ that we know of is a black man that came to set liberty to the captives. That's Isaiah 61 verse 1. Who needs saving? Who needs liberty? Does the French need liberty? Does America need liberty? Who is oppressed? Who is getting brutalized in the streets? Who is getting gunned down when you know categorically and statistically they committed no crime? You're being persecuted over a traffic violation. You're being murdered and slaughtered. Ask Sandra Bland, was she free? Ask Trayvon Martin, was he free? Ask George Floyd. A lot of people talk about that. They're woke. You're fake woke. The scripture says, awake to righteousness and sin not. Awake to righteousness. Awake to who you are. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen as we listen to the Forefront Radio, where you will find out the truth in regards to your true nationality. Yes, when you read about the Bible, when it says, my skin is black, it's talking about you. When you read Song of Solomon, when it says, look not upon me because I am black, it's talking about you. When it comes to the greatest man that walked on the face of the earth, Jesus the Christ died a black man's death, died through crucifixion, lynched on a tree, Hair like wool, feet like brass burned in a furnace. Who could this be talking about? This is talking about you, your people, the lost tribes of Israel. You were listening to the Forefront Radio. Thanks for listening in. We're going to tune to Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 and verse 8. It says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, 
because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. So according to the scriptures, we are going to reveal to you who the wicked is according to the Bible, their system of governance and how they operate in this world. The next scripture we're going to look at is Job chapter nine, verse 24. It says the earth is given into the hand of the wicked, the wicked. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. So who's that? whoever is controlling the earth right now, that's who the wicked is according to the Bible. He covereth the faces of the judges thereof. If not, where and who is he? So if it's not those that are in power today, who is he? Who's controlling the Vatican? Who's controlling the United States of America? Who's controlling Europe? Who's controlling the United Nations? According to the Bible, that is the wicked. And let's check out this history real quick. Coming up with things that revolutionize the American social and economic order. Well, basically, there is a proverb that says that the only thing that peoples of European descent ever created was the patent office because they stole everybody else's ideas and put their name on it. During slavery, because you were the property of your master, a lot of what we invented was automatically given credit to the master. The credit was forwarded to the master because we was property. We weren't allowed to take fame or notoriety for the things we created. Anything that made work easier. Why would white people want to invent something that make work easier when they have black folks to do it? You have a huge incentive to try to get things uh, to move smoothly so that, you know, you don't get any more lashes, you know, or somebody doesn't now have to sell someone else in your family. You know, you know, there were a, there was a lot of incentive to create uh, create invention. And that's another thing. Most of our black inventors had to deal with idea theft. White folks would come in and say, we did it first because we didn't necessarily know the process or have the money to patent our inventions. So white folk will find out what a black person invented and go do it real fast and get their application in because back then the process wasn't as thorough as it is now. Whoever got their application in first to the patent office, that's who got the patent. So we got thousands of inventions by black people. We'll never even know it because of the fact that they were stolen. They don't want anyone to know that we invented things. So if, it, if it wasn't for black people, white people couldn't take a dump. The black man invented the toilet, and he just made it white on purpose. A slave by the name of Black Sam, Eli Whitney Slave, created the idea for the cotton gin, and his master took it and patented in his own name. How could he do that with no benefit of books? He wasn't even allowed to learn. A lot of people assume just because African slaves were illiterate, they were ignorant. And there's a real big difference because African people, they had a very elaborate language or elaborate languages over in Africa. When Africans were brought over here, they were taught a bastardized version of English and they weren't even allowed to see the, the language written down. And they were taught the language by lower class Europeans who were living in the South. So even though there was that major obstacle, blacks still did phenomenal things. Thomas Edison was known for stealing people's inventions. He was known for taking the inventions of a few African-American inventors. Um, Louis Latimer, um, Granville T. Woods actually went to court with Thomas Edison and Granville T. Woods actually won his case. Thomas Edison tried to bring Granville T. Woods to court on that invention. And I just saw a commercial for Mazda, I believe, cars, where they said, here's a man holding a thousand patents. Well, 90% of them he stole. Alexander Graham Bell 
and Thomas Edison, who are probably considered America's two greatest inventors of all time. But guess who was designing their uh, blueprints for the patent application? A black man. Now let's think about this for a minute. If you invent something, why do you need me to do the blueprints for the patent application? If it's your idea, how in the hell can I do the blueprints for it? You can't do the blueprints for my idea. I have to do them. So if Latimer is doing the blueprints, if he is your chief draftsman, and he's doing your blueprints for your patent application, Alexander Graham Bell, did you invent the telephone? Or did Lewis Latimer invent the telephone? Thomas Edison had a whole troop of people that was in his sweatshop, and depending on the invention, he would hand it over to that particular department and tell them, see what it is that that does, and then do something a little different, and we'll patent that. And when they took, when he took Granville T. Wood's information and tried to make it his own, the court said, it's going to be different. Did you know that the founding father of whiskey was actually an enslaved black man who never got the credit? Nathan Uncle Nearest Green was enslaved by a farmer who owned a distillery. Nearest distilled all the whiskey there using a charcoal filtering technique he'd used to filter water in West Africa, giving it a unique signature flavor. In the 1850s, a young boy named Jasper Daniel came to work for the farmer, and Nearest taught him the art of whiskey making. Some years later, Jasper went on to buy that distillery and name it after himself, but using his nickname, Jack Daniel. He named Nearest his first master distiller, and the men worked together until Nearest retired. But Nearest contributions to the company were erased from the history pages. It wasn't until 2016 that the Jack Daniels Distillery even acknowledged Nearest on their website or in their tours. That's why Fawn Weaver started her own whiskey brand in Nathan's honor called Uncle Nearest. She researched his life, located the farm where he and Jasper worked together, and she bought it. Today, her business is the fastest growing independent whiskey brand in America, and it's black woman owned. Did you know that the founder? Black man, Lonnie Johnson. Jan Matzleger invented the automatic shoe lasting machine, which completely changed the shoe industry. Instead of taking hours and hours just to make one pair of shoes, Jan's shoe lasting machine was able to crank multiple shoes out at crazy speed. The phrase the real McCoy was given to Elijah McCoy. He's best known for his work inventing and developing lubrication devices that made trains and railroad operations a lot more efficient. George Franklin Grant was the first black professor at Harvard. He was also a Boston dentist and an inventor of the golf tee. Granville T. Woods, the inventor of the improved telephone transmitter. The patent for his device, which combined the telephone and telegraph, was bought by Alexander Graham Bell. One of his most important inventions was the troller. No, not that kind of troller. A grooved metal wheel that allowed streetcars, later known as trolleys or trams, to collect electric power from overhead wires. He also invented an electric roller coaster called the figure eight. Thomas Edison tried to sue Granville Woods, claiming that he was the first inventor of the multiplex telegraph. Granville Woods eventually won. And when Thomas Edison lost, he offered Granville Woods a prominent position in the engineering department of Edison Electric Light Company in New York City. Granville T. Woods looked at Thomas Edison and said, nah. Now, if I say who invented a light bulb, most people would jump up and down and say Thomas Edison. But Thomas Edison's light bulb would not work without the filament. You know and I know that when you turn a light switch off and you hear that little ping and the light doesn't go on, that's because the filament broke. So the filament is an integral part of the light bulb. Without it, you have no light. 
which was invented by Lewis Latimer. Paul L. Downing patented his mailbox on October 27, 1891, and called his invention a street letterbox. One year prior to inventing the mailbox, Downing patented an electric switch that allowed railroad workers to turn on or off the power supply to trains at the necessary times. Dr. Shirley Ann Jackson, a theoretical physicist and famous black inventor, has been credited with making many advances in science. While working at Bell Laboratories, Dr. Jackson conducted breakthrough scientific research that enabled her team to invent the portable fax, touch-tone telephone, solar cells, fiber optic cables, and the technology behind caller ID and call waiting. Now remember I mentioned fiber optic cables. So for those of you using the internet right now and have fiber optic broadband, you have Dr. Shelley Ann Jackson to thank. Tune in to the Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash the Forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. Hey, my friend, you have just listened to the Forefront Radio. Please leave your comment and input about the show, what you like about the show, as well as any general feedback on ways to improve. We need your help to acquire new equipment to implement studio quality video and audio to our friends. Contribute as little as $4.99. It's only worth a cup of coffee. Then we can produce documentaries, more episodes, and great info for the diaspora. Go to Cash App and enter A-P-H-I-E-L L-E-V-I to donate to the Forefront Radio to cover our advertising costs and reach more people. Catch our next episode on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, anchor.fm slash the forefront. Always remember, the truth shall liberate the mind. Peace to the heirs of promise and the heritage of the scattered 12 tribes. <laughs>